Rob in California is on the line with an insulation question. What can we do for you? Well, I've heard about this uh, spray foam insulation, and I've heard about um, from you and, and others that uh, when we're applying insulation in a cathedral ceiling situation, we have to provide for ventilation between the insulation bats in a traditional um, fiberglass bat insulation. We have to provide for ventilation between the insulation and the roof sheeting. That's correct. So I'm wondering... Yeah, but not, so not with spray foam, only with fiberglass. Okay, that's what my question is, is is do I have to build that in on, on somehow with spray foam? Sounds no. like no. No, because it's a different system. So the, the when you, you when you insulate with fiberglass, um, you have an unconditioned attic space, so to speak. Okay. When you insulate with spray foam, we now have a conditioned attic space. Difference being that when it's unconditioned, you you have to ventilate it to carry the moisture out. When you spray foam, there's really no, not, the moisture is really no longer an issue. So like in my house, when I go up in my attic, um, my attic is pretty much the same temperature as the rest of the house within a few degrees, even though it's not heated or cooled up there. It's just an old house attic. Right. And it never used to be that way. Like most attics, it was, you know, screaming hot in the summer and freezing cold in the winter. But now it's it's steady. In fact, we've actually started to use it in, in, uh, in new ways, you know. Um, when this past uh, holiday season, I was frustrated because the LED strands, even though they were perfect the year before, you know, half of them work and half of them don't you know, when you take it out yep. again. And I spent a lot of time fixing them. And I figured this year I got some new new uh, lighting. I was just going to put it up in the house attic as opposed to the garage attic where it's always cold because I figured the temperature of being stable is less likely to impact. And so that's kind of the way we, another way we used it. But, but we think the spray foam for our families worked really well because it's just super comfortable uh, compared to the fiberglass we had before. It's not for everybody, but you know, I, I, I would highly recommend it. And if I had a, a cathedral ceiling, I would definitely, definitely use it because with a cathedral ceiling, the problem is that you don't have much depth yeah. in the rafter bed, right. right? So you can't, you can't put much insulation in there. Plus you have to leave it sitting back an inch and a half or so for ventilation. So if you use spray foam insulation, you can fill it up and it's going to have a higher R value per inch than fiberglass. Anyway. Yeah. So that's, those are some of the reasons I think it's a good idea. You know, we uh, wrote an ebook on it. It's called the Money Pick Guide to Insulation. It talks about all the different insulations and the uh, pros and cons of each. And that's on our website at moneypit.com. If you oh, uh, click under, uh, the uh, section about listen and watch, there's a there's a section there of books, and uh, you can download or, or read it right there online. Excellent. I will go check that out for sure. I've, I've, it sounds like uh, the spray foam is a much better deal, and, and I didn't realize that you could spray it right on the back of the roof sheeting. It sounds like it seals it up tight, and that sounds wonderful. It does, and that's the other advantage of it because it both air seals and it insulates at the same time. So we used isonine. Uh, I'm very happy to recommend it. It's a great product. Great. Thank you very much. Okay. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.